0: Well, certainly got to say congratulations. The New Jersey wedding of the decade. (laughs) Miss Teresa Judice got married over the weekend in East Brunswick. It was a star-studded affair. Uh, By that, I mean people you may have seen in The Real Housewives of New Jersey, if you don't watch (laughs) that show. Probably not a clue who any of these people were, but they did it over at the uh, Park Chateau Estate and Gardens
1: Mm. in front of
0: about 220 guests. Now, if you don't know this, Teresa is now married to uh, Luis Rullis, He's another one of the people on the show, no longer with Joe Judice, although Joe does still appear on the show. They're, they're separate now. So
1: Oh, okay. So that's is, the deal there. He, is He's not in jail? Isn't he
0: in jail? Is Joe still in jail? I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. know. I, I think he, I think I he appears that, on the show. Maybe I've seen a rerun. I really I, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They said it was a sea of Bravo talent. I'm reading a People Magazine article on
1: this.
0: (laughs) Dolores, Jennifer, Jackie, Ashley, Real Housewives of New York, uh, Jill Zarin. I used to work with her sister, by the way.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: her sister is a talk show host who worked for me, Uh, did a talk show. I picture her face. I can't think of her name, to be honest with you, but she's a very nice lady. Although she did cause me a lot of trouble, she uh, because she was doing a talk show. We sent her out. This was back in 2012 to both the Democratic and Republican conventions. Yeah. And the Republican one, I think, was in New York that year, so it was easy. But then we sent her down to Florida for the Democratic one, and she just left the uh, you know the live broadcast hookup. She just yeah. left it on after she left, oh, and they we ended up you for we that, ended up right? having to foot the bill for three days. I thought the guy that ran that company was going to knock me off. Oh
1: my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> but
0: Jill came in one day, and she's very nice. She yeah. had Pink laptop. That's what I remember. So, anyway, a black a black tie, uh, shining star event. Congratulations to Teresa and Luis. I'm sure
1: I met Teresa.
0: Oh, that's right. You did a couple of those events, too. She did.
1: um, She was reading in the vagina monologues.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, she seems well-equipped to
1: discuss. (laughs) She wasn't. I'm going to be honest. She was a horrible reader. You would think that if you're going on a tour to read a book, you would be a really good reader.
0: No. Why would you think that about? I mean, again, I don't.
1: Because you're practicing it and you're doing it over and over and over. You'd think that by this point, you probably have it. Memorized. She was like a fifth grader trying to read a book out loud. That's and it was very awkward because it was the vagina monologue. So she's trying to semi act out some of these things that are happening. And what was
0: your impression of her? Now you can give uh, this is your opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not like you're just talking about the woman when not knowing her. Was your impression that she was kind of mean? No, she was dumb because that's what gets said about her in the press and even by some of the other people on that show. They say she's mean and not too smart.
1: She wasn't. Again, she wasn't a great. Reader, she couldn't read out loud very well, but she just seemed nice. She was very—it was her, and there was two other from from the uh, Real Housewives. Very nice. What does she
0: wear to something like that? Because I think on the oh, show, she... you only ever see them in like ball gowns, oh, that, you know?
1: She wasn't a ball gown, but it was like a tight mini dress. I mean, dressed to the nines. They looked, they were beautiful. So they if you really just spotted beautiful. them, you know,
0: like walking around at the mall, would you say, oh, they must be oh, 100%. rich people? Oh,
1: yes. They, they dripped of money. They didn't just money. look like everybody else. No, 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 no. They dripped of money and silicone. <laughs> it's just a lot of silicone. Cash and silicone. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if you're going to write another
0: book, there's the title right yeah. there. You're welcome, Teresa. Good luck to you and Louise. Robbie and Michelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM anywhere on the free boss app 1071theboss.com too. hello good morning america welcome to wednesday it is august the 10th 2022 and we got another uh, loaded docket today
1: mm-hmm.
0: he said she said at, at 750 uh hashtag #mom 72920 we'll check the bulletin board we'll do the fast 5 the birthday file it is all on the way this morning so another busy one but we usually start on wednesday Try and get over the hump, get us a little closer to the weekend. So everybody write down just a little stream of consciousness before we plug in, drink a cup of coffee. Before we do anything else, we call it Pre-Coffee Thoughts also kind of fun to try and guess uh, from which of us each of these uh, little statements has come from. <laughs> now, the majority are from you and I, but yeah. everybody uh, contributes to this. And just a little something gets get us closer to the weekend, a little fun. Because once we're done, we'll be closer to the weekend. You
1: That's know? true. It is very true. If
0: aliens really could attack Earth, first thought might be, which movie came the closest? <laughs> Man, uh, yeah. now that the aliens are taking, you're watching CNN, you're having your cheer <laughs> in the morning, and all of a sudden it comes on, news alert, Wolf Blitzer here. The aliens have taken over. You're like, you know, this does kind of look like War of the Worlds, you know?
1: <laughs> Mars attacks. (laughs)
0: Well, at least we know how to get rid of them It's like Mars attacks It's true,
1: it's true
0: Jack Nicholson to be president, can you imagine?
1: (laughs) Yes, I can All right,
0: folks, here's the deal (laughs) Fact of the matter is
1: That's pretty good
0: Pornography is the one industry where Segregating races, gender, sexual preferences (laughs) Completely acceptable They get filters for that and everything And nobody bats an eye That's awful. We need to clean up this country for God's sakes.
1: (laughs) Did Kermit send that one in?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not Kermit. I'm not going to reveal to protect Uh the innocent here. Uh When I kick in two bucks for the office Powerball pool, this is certainly not me because, you Mm -hmm. know, I would never do such a thing. I'd keep all that cash for myself. But you kick in two bucks for the Powerball pool at the office, you're not actually looking for a chance to win, but the $2 is an insurance against anyone else winning, leaving you behind.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's true. You
0: want to make sure those friendships that's stay. That's right. That's right. But attractive people think the world's a lot more polite than it really is. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a car alarm going off and thought someone's car is getting stolen. <laughs> You usually think, look at that's this idiot true. doesn't know how to turn off his car alarm. Or
1: there's someone's looking for their car. That's generally what I think when I hear a car alarm going off is, oh, there's someone's lost. And they don't know where they parked.
0: I wonder how often it is that the alarm is going off and there's a theft, there's a, theft, there's a, a crime happening. taking place in your general vicinity and you just brush it off like, what an idiot.
1: Probably not often because I would assume if someone breaks into a car, they probably know how, if they're hot wiring a car, they know how to turn the alarm off. At yeah. least that would be my guess. I suppose I that's know. true. I don't know.
0: Using your old laptop to research buying a new laptop is kind of like asking it to dig its own
1: grave <laughs> that's
0: kind of sad It's a mafioso out in the desert kind of stuff isn't it
1: that's a little sad you
0: dig your own grave <laughs> the fact that our arms are long enough to reach our genitals is one of the biggest things that we take for granted
1: Gross! <laughs> what?
0: I mean, Ew. listen. Just imagine if it were the other way around. You would just be spraying everywhere.
1: Ew! That's so gross.
0: Thing is, how Batman and Iron Man's only real superpowers are that they're super rich and pretty smart. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs sure turned out to be disappointments.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: Oopaloompas are basically. Sing- I'm not even going to read that. <laughs> I got halfway through it and decided against it. Now I want to know. Whistle while you work. Oh, my God. The more serious a relationship gets, the more casual it is. Oh, that's true. That is true. Hey, honey, check it out. My arms reach my genitals. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, dear. Make sure to keep the seat up. It just occurred to me that duels were most likely scheduled at high noon, so the sun wasn't in either opponent's eyes. Oh,
1: Wow. Okay.
0: You think of that kind of like the Wild West, you know, like the gunfight at the Mm -hmm. old the OK Corral or that kind of thing. But duels went on before that and and continued until not that long ago. There's like a yeah. There's like a long list of things that you can't believe not that long ago were still happening. Really? Yeah. I mean, there were duels happening even in the uh, the early part of uh, last century. You know, so it's kind of (laughs) crazy.
1: Can you imagine seeing that you just casually going through for a stroll and there's two people there's a duel (laughs)
0: happening on the street? Well, I guess it depends where you go. I guess. That must have been very stressful, like if uh, you're just the nerdy kid that needed glasses. And you needed to be a gunslinger because everybody, you never knew when you were going to get challenged mm-hmm. to a duel, you mm-hmm. know? Everybody needed to learn how to uh, sharpshoot or else you get yourself shot, right?
1: If you were challenged to one, did you have to accept the challenge? Well,
0: yeah. If you're a yellow coward, if you didn't, you no. know, you've I, seen uh, Westerns,
1: haven't you? I guess. I'd rather just be a coward and alive. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I always uh, think of the, uh, you know, if you've seen Hamilton or whatever, you yeah. know, a little bit of your American history. Yeah. I always think of that as a great example of how the news may seem bad today, mm-hmm. but just think that a uh, sitting vice president shot the former secretary of the treasury right killed him in broad daylight right and was not sent to jail right so that makes you feel a little better about how crazy the news is today doesn't it It could be worse challenge him to a duel <laughs> shot him and walked away i mean could you imagine it's
1: true. true and now there's a musical you imagine if
0: mike pence had shot a guy i mean come on well dick cheney did <laughs> shoot a guy say, So dick I guess cheney. It, didn't, it didn't happen that long he didn't kill him though and thank it god i mean to marriage is one of the few things where we consider someone an expert if they successfully done it only once that's true and we kind of look down on people that have been married seven, eight, nine times. Uh-huh. We make fun of Liz Taylor and Larry King and all of that. Yeah. Maybe they're experts. Maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe. Halfway through marriage number four, they go, well, from my previous experience, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I'm moving on to number five, babe.
1: That's terrible. Having
0: anti-piracy messages on legitimately bought and legal DVDs is like lecturing a punctual classroom on attendance. <laughs> Get that uh, FBI warning at the beginning of yeah. your...
1: Do they still do that? I mean, I, I haven't bought a DVD I'm, I'm in a to, long time. I'm trying time. to think the last time I watched a DVD, a new DVD. I can't even. I don't. I couldn't even tell you the last time I purchased. And do people still burn DVDs? Pro- I does mean, that, I'm sure there are some people doing that. There? Yeah, I, I would imagine so.
0: <laughs> Everything uh, coming back, right? Yeah. Sleeping in is considered lazy, but going to bed early right after you get home from work, not. What's the deal with that?
1: Good yeah, that's point. true. That is true.
0: Candlelight dinners weren't so special before the light bulb was invented. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a candlelight dinner. dinner. No, it's dinner. It's, it's what din- it is. is got to get up and plow the field in the morning. <laughs> we live in a farm. It's 1892, and I've been challenged to a duel. Thank God I could scratch my genitals. <laughs> just think about how better the world is. By the way, did you see the news? The VP just killed a guy. <laughs> wow. I'd be willing to donate blood to the mosquito community if in exchange they'd stop biting me.
1: Yeah, I would. I would. Especially I, when I'm
0: doing some uh, alfresco dining.
1: I've absolutely had a mosquito bite on my arm for a week now that will not go away.
0: <laughs> Are you sure that's what it is? I don't
1: know. It's itchy and I keep scratching it and it won't go away. I'm oh my God, it.
0: COVID grew wings and is biting people. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, that's enough. All right, let's try this out. The old Wednesday hump day, halfway through the week, CBB, the community bulletin board. Have I sold it? Are you convinced on this yet? Mm -hmm. Thank you for sending these into us. You can do it anytime. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page at 1071theboss.com on any of our social media outlets. Or you can text it to us, 732-774-4444, through the websites. There's a lot of ways to get us. If it's a community event, a charity event, a local organization around town trying to make a difference, we like to share them right here. Just some fun stuff. Items of yesterday, Flea Market is happening, being put on by the Sayerville Historical Society. That goes on Saturday the 27th all day, 9 to 2. Find hidden treasures from local vendors. Mm-mm. One man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> sayervillehistory.com for all the details. It's kind of like that uh, section in the library. They get those books the history of every town. Have you ever yeah. seen that, oh, yeah, a, yeah, Local interest, I mm-hmm. think they call that. hmm That makes me think of that. The uh, La Festa Italiana Italian Festival happening in Jersey City. It goes on today through Saturday on 6th Street from 5 to 11 each night is an old-world Italian street festival bringing together local restaurants, food vendors, entertainment, games, rides, thousands of patrons honoring and celebrating Italian-American culture. How you doing? <laughs> LaFestaJC.com for all the info on that one if you feel like taking a little drive. The fifth annual Food, Wine, and Beer Festival is happening Saturday the 20th, Boy Ave in Edison, they'll have food trucks, of course, wine, craft beer, sangria, live bands, rides for the kids and local vendors. Don't get on one of those rides after you sample the uh, the wine and the beer, let me tell you. That won't be fun. EdisonChamber.com for all the info. And there you go, just a couple of things we thought you, yes you, needed to know this morning. You can always go to 1071theboss.com, click station events, community events. If you uh, want to catch up with the boss roadies on tour, win one of those hot looking summer shirts or right. recyclable boss bags. All right, we haven't done this in a little while, and I know it's stupid. This is some cheese ball stuff, but we like it. It's time for Robbie and Michelle's Lyric or Lie. These are, uh, we're music buffs around here. We are, First yes. and foremost. That's mm-hmm. kind of the uh, the fun of the job is we get to hear some great tunes as part of our work every day. In addition to the hilarious comedic conversations and bits we bring you, mm-hmm. like this one. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody buying this? I'm not, well, I don't believe what I'm saying myself. This must be what it's like to be a politician. I tell you that this <laughs> here and forth and that. In your head, you're thinking, man, this is just crap, okay?
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. Most
3: the time. Yeah, it's
0: just crap. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. I'm not lying that we're music fans. And so this is kind of funny. And for as big a music fan, I would say an aficionado that Rochelle is. One of the things I love about you. Yeah. You have this this terrible, you never know the name of the song. No. Nope. You rarely know the artist of the song nope. unless it's a big artist. No. Nope. And oftentimes you are one of those people who mishears lyrics. I do. And there's some obvious ones. You know, like people say tiny dancer. Tony Danza Tony
1: Danza Tiny yeah. Dancer Tony Danza right, right. You come
0: up with these ones In random songs So that's what inspired <laughs> us to, to do this So we call it Lyric Or Lie I will give you the uh, The actual lyric After I give you The false lyric And okay. you'll need to uh, Tell me which is real We built this city Remember the Starship? Yes. Mm-hmm. We built this city on sausage rolls. <laughs> lyric or lie, that is a commonly misheard lyric. Uh,
1: I wish that was the lyric. That's a great lyric. We built this city on sausage rolls. But of course, no, since it's we built this city on rock,
0: rock and, and roll. And roll yes. Yeah, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: now,
0: you remember the song, You Sexy Thing, Hot Chocolate? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the correct lyric, I believe in miracles or I remove umbilicals? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's got to be a miracle. It is. But
0: when you think back, it does sound yeah. like, I remove umbilicals. Yep, I mean, I does. guess you can... It
1: does. See, every time we play this, then the next time I hear the song... It ruins it for that's you. That's all I can hear. That's all I hear. And that's why I get the lyrics wrong now. I think you do this to me.
0: There is a dance song, uh, Daft Punk Get Ready, or uh, oh, Get yeah. Lucky. Yeah, yeah. Does that ring a bell?
1: Get Lucky, yeah.
0: Is it true that the, uh, the lyric or lie, like the legend of the penis... <laughs>
1: I know that song and that could be the
0: lyric. It
1: could be the lyric, maybe. They're they're
0: kind of a dance club. No, it's like the Legend of the Phoenix. (laughs) But you're right. It could have been.
1: It could (laughs) have been.
0: This is just uh, ridiculous. Lyric or lie. Bob Dylan. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Lyric or lie.
1: Uh... That's is that right? Yeah,
0: that is right. That Here's, is right. Here is here is I'm like,
1: "Wait, what? I think Well, that's right. I just I don't want
0: to give you the wrong one to oh, start okay. every time. I was I'm trying to mix it up here. Here, here is the the misheard lyric. These answer my friends, they're blowing in the wind." <laughs> what would that mean?
1: I don't know. But sometimes that does happen. You'll listen to a song and you'll look up the lyrics because you want to know them and you think, "What does that mean?" So you never know. Let's, it it rhymes. Yeah, I mean, let's it do a little rhymed. alternative
0: rock here. Kings of Leon. Okay. The song Oh, this sex is on fire.
1: Oh, lyric yeah, or yeah. lie,
0: lyric or lie. Oh, that's
1: what—that's the name of the song, isn't it? Yeah, and yes. is
0: the lyric, "Oh, this sex is on fire."
1: That's—that is the lyric. Yes, that is the
0: lyric. Yeah. It is sometimes misheard as "Oh, dyslexics on fire."
1: <laughs> okay, I guess I can hear that.
0: You're the classic, mm-hmm. amazing, but it is mis- misheard sometimes. Eddie money? I've got two chickens to paralyze.
1: <laughs> that's and a lie. That is a lie.
0: Of course, it's I've got two tickets to paradise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is just so outlandish. Will Smith. Kick a chicken with it.
1: <laughs> getting jiggy with getting it? Getting jiggy with it. <laughs> kick a chicken. Again, these, you're ruining these songs because now when I hear getting jiggy with it, I'm just going to hear in my head, kick a chicken with it. Now, no, again, no, I know no, this no, is no, stupid, no, no.
0: but these are actual, people actually comment and say they <laughs> thought this was the lyric. So that's what makes this so extraordinary to me. Now, this one is not, this I can see how someone would mishear this. In the Pink Floyd song, another brick in the wall. Yeah. We don't need no sex vacation.
1: We don't need no. We don't need no education. Yes, right? but yes. I, that
0: one actually kind of makes we don't some sense. Need no
1: sex vacation because you oh, don't want
0: that. True. No, we don't it's want. Another,
1: we don't want a sex vacation.
0: Another brick in the wall. <laughs> I had my first real sex dream. Brian Adams, Summer of '69, which he has admitted is a dirty song. I had I, my first real sex dream. I lyric think that or line? The
1: lyric isn't it? That
0: is not the lyric. It it's not. I had my first real six string.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure I've said that wrong the whole time.
0: <laughs> the police message in a bottle. A year has passed since I wrote my note. Mm, lyric? That is the lyric. Okay. It is misheard sometimes. Years passed since I broke my nose.
1: Really? Okay. All right. I don't know if I get that one.
0: I mean, this is just ridiculous. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that the misheard lyric in Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, did they say the girl with the kaleidoscope eyes is sometimes heard as the girl with the kaleidoscope eyes? <laughs> I mean, come on.
1: I can I can understand why you hear that though. All
0: right, let's end on this one. Jersey Zone, John bon Jovi. Okay, the young Mister, the younger bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. Living on a prayer.
1: Oh, that's the word. That's that the is, word. is the word. It
0: is sometimes misheard as it doesn't make a difference if we're naked or
1: not. <laughs> no, it does not, John. No, it does not.
0: <laughs> doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not.
1: Take it off, John. Not a problem, John. <laughs> I'll take
0: my shorts off right now, buddy. See, wasn't that fun? Lyric or lie? Kind of a big uh, milestone in uh, Grayson, our six-year-old's life. He's a little over six now. He's almost six-and-a-half-year-old's life. Uh, yeah. Which was, uh, attended his first concert.
1: He did?
0: I attended my first concert when I was six years old, by the way. Did you? Yeah. What did you see? I saw a Motown review with the uh, Temptations and the Four Tops. <laughs> and uh, just a day later, saw my second concert, saw Little Anthony and the Imperials, the wow. old uh, vocal group. We were on, I was on vacation with my grandparents. This
1: is like 1943. Yeah, that's or... right. It was
0: 1943. <laughs> that's correct. <that's> Say, <laughs> so hey, son, you want to go see a concert? We'll go to the Copa. <laughs> I like that, Harry Truman. I do. <laughs> no, it was not 1943. But anyhow, he went to his first concert. Went to see Kids Bop yes. at uh, PNC the other night. You scooped up some uh, some great tickets and the VIP passes and parking, so you got the whole shebang there. Take the kid to his first concert.
1: That's the way to go. I, I think. Oh, sure it is. He's, I... he's
0: going to be royally disappointed when him and his buddies go to some rock concert in right. a few years.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking, too, that his first experience is this amazing VIP thing. Everything
0: from here will be a letdown. Right. It's kind of like the rest of life. <laughs> once, once you get to be over the age of 10, everything's a letdown. Well, it's
1: funny because we were walking and we did. We got really good s- seats. And of course, we were. it was at PNC and there was all the lawn seats. And that's usually where, when you're a kid, you want to be because everything's yeah. happening in the lawn. And he was like, why are all these people sitting in the grass? <laughs> <He just>
0: said, <laughs> Look at these that's
1: he, he asked, he said, why are people? Are they having a picnic? What's going on? He didn't understand. (laughs) And I was like, oh, you are- Yeah, life's (laughs) a
0: picnic, kid. That's what we're doing back here.
1: (laughs) You're in for a disappointment. I got a screaming (laughs) eight-year-old and
0: I'm sitting on lawn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, he he really, really enjoyed the VIP life. In fact, we had seats in that we were- Row R, so I, you know, we were... Yeah,
0: like 10 rows back, yeah, that's rows pretty rows back. good.
1: It was, it was really great. He did not... You were to, under
0: the overhang. Yeah, So that's always a good sign when you go to an outdoor amphitheater.
1: Right. It was really hot, though, obviously. It's the well, summer, yeah. but... Yeah, very, uh, very true. I, but... He did not want to sit in the seats at all. He wanted want to, to go back to the VIP area. He wanted area. to be in the VIP lounge. <laughs> and he said, I mean, we're, we're you know, 10 rows up from the stage. They've got smoke going and there's there's lights and there's a confetti cannon. There's kids <laughs> dancing. And he was like, can we go back to the lounge? Well, now?
0: sure he did. Now, what goes on in the, I've been to a VIP lounge in yeah. my day. And usually that's where there's uh, beer and they've got, yeah. you know, better booze and that sort of thing. So what goes on in the uh, VIP lounge when it's a kid's concert? Uh, same thing. Oh. <laughs> listen, listen, parents. We yes. know you don't want to be here. Oh
1: yeah, it was uh, absolutely the same. thing. We should the, be
0: able to help you out, though. The
1: bar was open, but they did have a, a cute little cup for the kids. It was like a cowboy boot with a hat, and oh, so it's they fun. could get little drinks in that. And that, but you could order food. There was no lines back there. They had private bathrooms. I mean, it was the way to go. Well, the kid is no fool. I know.
0: Wanting I know. to uh, do we have some video of him in the oh, VIP yes. area? Yes. I believe we posted this to our uh, Robbie and Rochelle Facebook, by the way.
1: So, Grace and I are chilling at the VIP lounge at Kids Club Live.
3: Say VIP, VIP, baby.
0: <laughs> Love. so here's it. what that quote indicates to me is that he has seen other people uh-huh. in VIP situations yeah, because he knew, he knew. to he... do the peace sign in the VIP uh-huh, baby uh-huh. you know like he's Puff Daddy in a music video well
1: and the entire time we're walking around the venue he you, they give you a little wristband so you can go in and out of the VIP area and this is the first time I had ever been there I didn't know he's telling everyone I'm VIP I'm VIP I'm like and <laughs> stop it like, just stop yeah. it but
0: he loved lo- And yeah, that was by the way one of my favorite moments of the night is you guys get back and he's mm. still got the bracelet on Oh yeah! and then you said you want me to take it off he goes we should save it mm-hmm. we'll use it next time he's like well it doesn't work that way but then you look at it it didn't have a date on it so
1: no no I'm maybe g-
0: again maybe the kid is smarter than we thought
1: <laughs> he, was, he was very smart he had a good time though it was it, it is gonna be hard to go back there and do lawn seats next time cause that's normally what we do and I'm like ah, I mean we went not that
0: long ago I mean just uh, when you gotta walk a mile and a uh-huh. half
1: yeah no 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 the VIP parking was the way to you had your we had our own entrance He'd so well, you'd you'd probably be fine because
0: I mean I was compl- I thought I was gonna die oh, yeah, you like you know that you feeling when you walk for a while you start getting like a pain in your stomach because you've been walking for a while <laughs> maybe that's just me I don't know maybe that's how <laughs> that's unhealthy your
1: lactic acid built yeah. up
0: yeah <laughs> I mean I realize I'm in my fat Elvis stage but there are like elderly people with you know uh, oxygen mass on their scooters and they seem just fine <laughs> and I'm chugging like so maybe he would have been okay but he
1: probably would have it was really hot that day though so I do think that it would have been hard to walk but th- th- again the VIP parking is the way to go. and
0: by the <laughs> way what is Kids Pop? it's it's kids singing it's, songs
1: Yeah, they basically do covers of of today's hit songs. So they're they, like
0: child wedding singers is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And, they, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure honestly, I'm pretty sure that they were they were lip syncing because these kids were dancing their, they were great. They really were. And I was I think so was I like had a Millie
0: Vanilli situation yeah, going I think on. I
1: I had more fun than he did when we were <laughs> down by the stage because they were doing the Cupid Shuffle and I'm overdoing the and he Mom's was Moms rocking out to Lady Gaga. Sitting, he was sitting there. He's like, "It's hot. Can we go in the VIP <laughs> lounge?" <laughs> I was like, "Seriously?" <laughs> that is
3: fantastic.
0: <laughs> All right, a follow-up to a story we brought you earlier in the week. Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson have broken up. Mm-hmm. Kim decided, uh, you know, she's important enough. It was important to the people of Staten Island that she officially resign as the queen of the island.
1: Who dubbed her the queen?
0: Well, apparently Pete did because he still lives there and he grew up there. And he's, a you know, him and uh, Colin Jose, the other guy from Saturday Night Live, bought an old Staten yeah. Island ferry boat. They're I trying to. That. They're trying to create more of a bar scene along the waterfront. We've been out there for dinner. I mean, there are plenty of new restaurants, and
1: oh, yeah. they're trying to
0: clean up some of the some of the rougher, older neighborhoods mm-hmm. and all of that. But Kim K. was uh, called the queen of Staten Island. She has resigned. She has uh, abdicated her title and handed back her crown.
1: Her crown needs to go to Pete's mom, who still lives there and yeah. still takes care of Pete. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's doing just fine on his own. No,
1: I know, but they he lives with her. I mean, I'm I'm assuming he pays for the house now. But, I would
0: certainly hope so. But get mom a nicer house. Kim K
1: never deserved the crown to Staten Island ever, so that wasn't his I know give. some
0: people think that he's kind of a weasel and maybe he is, but on the other well, hand, his uh, his father uh, was one of the people lost in the uh, Twin Towers.
1: Oh, I didn't know so that. So the kid has really
0: gone through a lot of yeah, stuff. I, I don't know what know he's that. doing. He's definitely better off not being with Kim. Yeah,
1: but. yeah. I, I like Pete Davidson. I think he's very I mean, he only does he only does one character and I don't know that I find him that funny but I kind of like him as a person. He seems kind of down to earth.
0: Mm, I don't know. But, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can agree with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. He just seems a little, uh, I don't know, kind of he seems a little putsy, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I
1: guess. For. I think it's funny that him and Colin Jost are friends because Colin Jost seems like he's got a stick up his ass. Like, he just doesn't seem... I
0: mean, that's kind of his whole brand, isn't I, it? I
1: know, but the, they're a weird pairing together. We were talking you know? about
0: Frankie Valley before. Colin is definitely one of those guys that you get, you don't get close to him. No, you
1: know? no. He doesn't seem friendly at all. So, it's weird to me that the two of them and, and you know, Pete's like a... Known pothead. So it's just like a weird, it's a weird uh, pairing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is. I found myself (laughs) on a website here. Someone uh, posted a link in comments about that story. Uh, but uh, her abdicating her crown uh-huh. on amazing things about the island. This is someone who says, uh, I also grew up in Staten Island. People don't know the real Stat- Cause this is- Staten Island because Staten Island is one of those places where if you're from there, you're very proud that you're from there. Oh, sure. And you feel that it gets a bad rap.
1: Absolutely. I mean,
0: to some degree, you no, know, I'm from Rhode Island. I feel the same way because everybody thinks up north and they're like, Boston. And I'm like, well, there's more to New England right. than just Boston. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I absolutely do the same thing because I'm from the Detroit area. And everybody and you, thinks it's scary say, and it's you not. You Detroit to anybody and they're like, oh my, how did you survive, right? Which that's is fine. which
0: is ridiculous. It's fine. <laughs> like uh, so, there's some stats they have here. You want to hear these? Yeah. That you might not know. Staten Island is the wealthiest borough.
1: Oh, really? I'm sorry, the
0: second wealthiest borough. To so Manhattan. Man- Manhattan is number right. one, but that's largely because of uh, you know the real estate and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, you think of the other boroughs being where people actually live. Yeah. Staten Island uh, is number one. Um, it has 170 parks and over 12,000 acres of protected land. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It no longer has the world's largest landfill, I guess. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, that's quite an achievement. I guess it
0: closed 20 years ago. Now, I had heard this and people used to joke, and that's one of the, <laughs> the, the, the ways people put the island down right, is to say right. it stinks. Yeah. And that was because of that landfill. I didn't realize it closed 20 years ago, and they are transforming it into a uh, organic park. It's going to be called Fresh Kills Park, huh. but they don't expect it to be Fresh uh, Kills yeah. Park. Yeah. That's
1: not where I'm taking my kids. Well, they, they should rethink the name, Fresh Kills.
0: It, it's uh, it's growing over slowly, uh-huh. and they think it'll be, you know, no longer be considered a waste site by the year 2036. <laughs> I'm really not. This is not selling it very that, well here.
1: I'm got to tell you that that last one's not selling. No, it for I thought me. this was right.
0: interesting. A, a lot of people say that Staten Island really should be part of Jersey and not part of New York. And certainly not well, part of New York City because it's so different than the rest of uh, New York City and yeah. kind of in a good way. But I guess there's an old legend that goes back to uh, when the Dutch first got here that if you were able to, um, at that time, traverse around the island in a circle, if you could do it in less than a day, then it should be part of New York. And that's how it ended up part of New York. So huh. that's the that's the urban legend that's never been confirmed or denied. Okay, Although they have tried to secede several times and Jersey <laughs> several times over the years has made... You know, has reached out and said you could be, you, you can come be, with us you if you want. You could
1: be part of Jersey. Yeah, they don't want to be.
0: This is kind of, you know, kind of like when you you grew up with a family and you prefer them to your own family. And you're like, <laughs> hey, you can
1: come, you can come in our station wagon
0: if you want on the way to the, the amusement park. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the last time uh, it voted to secede was back in uh, 1993. Although there is a uh, politician who tried again in 2016, but his uh, motion. Uh, went down he, he was inspired by the brexit thing in england a couple of years. i think ago. that would
1: be very weird now for it to be staten island new jersey like that's just that, i mean it's, it's so sounds... close
0: i really don't think so i think it actually makes perfect sense
1: yeah, but when you think of staten island you think of new york so i don't I, at least i do i think that would be very strange to, for it to all of a sudden just change
0: i mean while we're at it let's just make cuba another one of the florida keys you know what i mean
1: <laughs> sure <laughs>
0: you imagine the Why tourism not? The uh, George R.R. R. Martin, the guy who wrote uh, Game of Thrones, uh-huh. has said that the shape of the island, he would look across, and we grew up in Bayonne, and he would look across the water, yeah. and the shape of the island from the window helped him inspire uh, Westeros, Westeros, whatever they oh, call the thing the, from Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So that's kind of interesting. That's
1: very cool. That's very cool.
0: And the borough once had to call the federal government in to help them remove a flock of wild turkeys. That were terrorizing the island This happened around 2005 (laughs) And apparently they continue to have trouble With wild turkeys on the island I did not know that
1: uh, turkeys don't actually fly, right? How do they get there? Hey, did you,
0: did you hear that Umberto got whacked? Who, who, who did it? One of the other families? Now nah, it's a wild turkey.
1: What? That's so weird. So
0: anyway, this is, you're giving up all of that as you uh, abdicate your crown as the queen of Staten Island, Kim Kardashian. Bye, Kim. <laughs> Put out an official note to her fans. She's no longer the queen. Okay. All right, let's squeeze in this. It's time for hashtag mom. God bless we do it every morning at 720, 920. We hear from moms, occasionally from dads. And we share them on the radio here like this.
1: Lynn Turner said, thrilled to announce that instead of saying, what are you doing? My two-year-old goes around asking a tiny, in a tiny haunting voice, what have you done?
0: <laughs> Already. <Alrighty.
1: laughs> at the baby whisperer said, my seven-year-old didn't want to eat at a particular restaurant because she didn't want to eat outside. I told her we'd be eat- eating inside the building, and then she argued that buildings are technically outside. She is now my attorney. <laughs>
0: Wow, okay. Wow. That was a that's a deep thought for this time of day. It
1: was, yes. My daughter told me that she won't be having kids because she feels like she'd end up with one like my son who is currently trying to lick his elbow.
0: <laughs> that's ours of family fun right there. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Compassion. You said them, we share them every morning, 720 and 920-ish. We get a true legend on the line on the celebrity hotline. You know him uh, as a NASCAR driver for, gosh, the past 30-plus uh, years. Here he is, Kyle Petty. Good morning. Thank you very much, man. Kyle, congratulations on this uh, book here. I'm just getting a little uh, preview of it. Was uh, checking it out this morning. Swerve or Die, Life at My Speed in the First Family of NASCAR Racing. And that is true, boy. Your family's impact on the world of racing is just immeasurable. So it's a fascinating read. Congratulations on putting this book together. It's it, it was, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I will say that. I got, listen, I got more stories than then I
3: don't know, man. I just got stories for stories for stories because I've been around for so long with my dad and, and, and his generation and then Earnhardt and his generation and then even to the day. But um, some of them were a little hard to write down. I, I, I didn't
0: think they were going to be that hard about Adam and, and, and some of that stuff, but it, it got pretty tough. Of course, of course. Uh, it's kind of amazing to think, not only do you have great stories of your own, but like you say, you got stories with the whole family. You know, Because you, I, I imagine you were what? How old are you the very first time you ever stepped onto you know, into the pit. Do you remember the very first time? Do you remember the first, your first experience there? No, listen, it, it was just always there. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like your parents were always.
3: I, I tell. I was born. I was born in, on June the second uh, of 1960, and I was in Daytona for the July fourth race of 1960. Wow. Um, so that. that that's the first race that, that my mom, I, I think my mom took us to, took me to, and we were just there always, um, and, and that's just the way it was. You just grew up with it, and, and I, I, I was laughing about it earlier with doing another interview, I, I, and I think about it uh, a lot. I, I just I grew up with David Pearson and Bobby Allison and, and Buddy Baker and Kelly Yarbrough, and not only with my dad, with those guys, too, and then I was there when Earnhardt came along, and then I was there when Jeff Gordon came along, and then I was there when Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson came along. So... It is uh, a lot of stuff. You were just there all the time. You know what I mean? I was like like
2: the asphalt. I was (laughs) there, you know, uh, and and got to hang around with those guys. Yeah. Now,
0: speaking of Daytona, that's where you won your first uh, stock car race, right? Back in, was it, 79? 79. That's the first place. My my dad wouldn't let
3: me race. Uh, I kept wanting to build a race car and go race somewhere, and he said, no, 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 no. And finally, he said, there's an old car over there. If you want to put it together, put it together, and we'll go test somewhere. So we put it together, and we hauled it down to Daytona, and... And ran the race and and won the thing and i don't know how in god's name i won it uh but it was that that was my first experience and i still love that place i always loved that place when i was a kid because i thought that was the only place the atlantic ocean touched the united states was daytona beach florida
0: because we raced all the time. We never got a chance to go to the beach, but we got to go to the beach when we were at Daytona. Well, there you go. Uh, if you were to get in, or if someone were to get into a, a car right now, can you kind of describe the feeling? Because you're one of the lucky people that has gotten to do this. Can you kind of describe what it's like to get behind that wheel and know that, you know, you're about to race and put that pedal to the metal? Can you talk about what that feels like, what it smells like?
3: You know, that's, that's, a, that's a hard question to describe to someone because it's like this. I had never, I never, I, you know, I, I love baseball a baseball man, and um, I watch these guys throw, you know, 100-mile-an-hour balls, high 90-mile-an-hour fastballs, and I had an opportunity to, to, to do this a, a number of years ago, to stand at the plate and have somebody pitch, uh, and just throw, like, 80-mile-an-hour fastballs past me. I couldn't see them. I could not see the ball. Mm. I, I could hear it hit the mitt. I saw it in his hand, and I, and I saw the catcher with it, but I didn't know how it got to the catcher because I just couldn't pick up the speed. And, and I think that's the thing with a race car is is you get used to it over time. It's hot. It can get 140 degrees in these things. Uh, it smells like paint's burning a lot of times. It smells like oil is burning a lot of times. I mean, there's so many different smells, so many different things. Uh, you, you don't get a lot of wind in the car, uh, but, the, but the pressures change. It's like being in an airplane when – when uh, your ears pop in an airplane, the pressure will change when there's other cars around you and you can feel it on your body. Um, and, and, you know, it, you're so focused on what's going on and what's going on out the windshield that you don't really pay any attention to anything else. You just drive the car. Um, and that is, that is the one thing. I think people people don't realize that it is it's such a mental sport uh, that you get so
0: focused you pay no attention to anything else that's going on. Let me ask you this: We had on uh, a guy named Jeff Segarian, who's on the Food Channel, and I said to him, "When you're at home, do you cook? Do you cook like you do on TV?" He said, "No, man, I get takeout like everybody else." How, when you need to go to Walgreens or something, Kyle, I mean, do you feel is it funny for you to drive a, on a regular road in a regular car? Nah, that's <laughs>
3: not, that, you know what? The only time it's ever funny, the only time it was ever funny to be in a road car, was when you had just left the racetrack, and now you're in, in, a, in a street car because that transition you haven't made that transition adrenaline wise you've not made that transition in your head and you know you've been out there on a racetrack running 190 200 miles an hour and now all of a sudden you're setting in stop and go traffic at 35, um, <laughs> and, and I, I hate it. But it's road rage.
0: Road rage. So it was, it was always better to hang out at a racetrack and then leave a little bit later, so at least I could flow back out in the traffic at 70 or 80 miles an hour. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we're just scratching the surface. There's some great stories in this book. If you're just looking for a great read, if you're a NASCAR fan, you got to get it. It's called Swerver Die. It's really cool to talk to you, Kyle. Thanks for making some time for me. Thanks for having me, man. I really, really appreciate it. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, our big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know, be in the know from number five to number one. And by the way, thank you for staying in touch with us. You can do that anytime on our page at 1071theboss.com, on any of our socials. Of course, you can also catch up with us real easily wherever you get your podcasts or right there on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page, 1071theboss.com. We will count down today and start at number five, Houston, Texas guy guy cra- steals an ambulance, then crashes it into the side of a Whataburger restaurant. <laughs> Jeez. Thank God nobody was hurt. The man was taken into custody.
2: Came flying around the corner, and both of us said, you know, he's moving a little fast. He's getting real close. And then, next thing I know...
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god!
2: Yeah, he managed
0: to hit a car that was parked there, and then crash into the side of the building. Hey, silver lining! Now they have a drive-through. So no. maybe they had one before. Now they got two. I don't they got
1: know. Two, keep that line moving.
0: <laughs> we got an extra drive-through now at the Whataburger. Wow! Number four, Florida police, because it's always. Florida, Florida A little embarrassed You know that uh, camera They got at the door You know you watch The Amazon oh, the guy cam- the the, door- What do they call those? Yeah the, Door uh, camera Door camera Yeah, yeah anyhow uh, The police come to the door They're attempting an eviction Turns out they got The wrong house
1: <gasps> No They're speaking
0: to Homeowner Jennifer Michelle And she got the camera going Oh And of course my the police Get the body camera too
1: I would Right think. right
3: Hello <laughs> We're here to finalize the eviction. They told me that they were serving an eviction, which is news to me because I don't rent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there Can she is imagine? on her. Uh, she's on the local news talking about this. Yeah. Can you imagine that situation? You're just sitting, you know, making dinner or whatever, and all of a sudden.
1: No. Dog oh the bounty hunters gosh. at the door or
0: something? Oh my God. She's
1: going to sue them. I'm Lieutenant Frank Drebben. Police
0: squad. On the other hand, what kind of a neighborhood are you living in when your next-door neighbor is getting evicted? You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> you, never, yes. you never know. you probably not in living in the best ha- neighborhood. Well, come on. Although,
0: I guess it happens on The Real it, Housewives all the time. It
1: happens everywhere. That's true. That's <laughs> that true. poor
0: lady. Number three, Southwest Airlines had their very first mother-daughter duo piloting a plane. Huh. Yep. Captain Holly Pettit and her daughter, First Officer Keely Pettit, piloted a flight together for Southwest.
2: Today is a really special day for me. I would like to introduce to you your First Officer and my daughter, Keely Pettit. Keely, come
0: on out here. I can't believe these Nimrods clapping for those people on a plum like, get the plane off the ground. <laughs> The taxi line always takes a few minutes.
1: We've been delayed for three hours. Yeah. Let's go.
0: I've just been sitting in the airport. My my butt is already bruised from sitting so long. Uh, attention passengers, uh, your co-pilot is not listening to her mother. <laughs> and by the way, I'd really like a granddaughter. <laughs> awkward. Number two, Tom Cruise apologized to a couple for disturbing their peaceful hike. He is filming a new movie. It has not been disclosed what this film is. Now, he's hmm. famous. You know I've got my mad crush on Tom. That's one do. of the things I love about him. He is famous for doing most of his own stunts. Yeah. So he's got a stunt going on. They put him on a helicopter, and then he they had a film crew set up, and this couple didn't realize it was going on because it's in the woods. Right. And they managed to stumble upon it, and they, they drop him onto the mountain. This happened in a remote part of the U.K., <laughs>
1: Tom Cruise is falling from the sky.
0: He apparently <laughs> ap- sent a note and apologized to the hikers You're for interrupting their peaceful nature walk with his shenanigans making this movie.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> He's he just
0: walking along like, oh, wow, I wonder, should we do a duck call? Uh, honey, is that Tom Cruise?
1: That's what I'm saying. Can Wearing you- a black
0: leotard? <laughs> what? Is this some sort of Scientology exercise? Or is he making a movie? That would just be fantastic.
1: That would be crazy. it's one of the things
0: where now I want to start going on hikes with the hopes that I might... Bump into Tom Cruise, Maybe you know? Tom
1: Cruise will fall from the sky.
0: You never know when you're walking along in the woods and there's Tom Cruise. If a Tom Cruise falls in the woods, does anybody care? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. Bonus story for you. I heard the term quiet quitting? This just started mm-hmm. trending online. The idea is that you don't quit your job, mm-hmm. but you've had it, so you just stop going above and beyond and do the very bare minimum <laughs> and even avoid doing some work and keep collecting your big paycheck. So
1: Isn't that like every millennial? I mean, this is... <laughs>
0: I'm fairly sure I unwittingly uh, invented that about at least 10 years ago. Right. I've been phoning it in. Number one, cases of Lyme disease are skyrocketing in parts of rural America, mostly in the South and in the West. Coincidentally, there are people on social media spreading a conspiracy theory that is— I don't know how in this day and age this is possible, but the conspiracy theory is that Lyme disease is actually a gift for people who are spiritual. In other words, people that are one with nature. So if you're following a Facebook page run by a guy named Jethro.
1: <laughs> you're one of the chosen ones. From Iowa or Alabama. You know what I'm saying? That's so weird.
0: <laughs> Go to the okay. urgent care yeah. And get rid of your Lyme disease. Go get
1: a little ointment. You'll be all right. I'll tell
0: you what, this is this are deeply spiritual people. No. Unfollow.
1: <laughs> Unless Tom Cruise is fallen from the sky. <laughs> I, I I saw Tom Cruise falling from the sky. Does that guy have Lyme disease? Is he
0: hallucinating? I saw him, I swear I did. Wednesday celebrity birthday file. Kylie Jenner. We're always talking about these damn jenners and Kardashians. Mm, there's she's, so many of them. I know. She's twenty-five today. Justin Thoreau, the Prime Minister, the PM of Canada. He is fifty one. That is that guy, not the one that used to date uh, no, Jennifer Aniston, right? I think
1: it's the Jennifer Aniston one. Oh, it's the Jennifer Aniston yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry.
0: That's Justin Trudeau.
1: Justin Trudeau is the
0: king. who's the idiot now? <laughs> <laughs> we got one guy listening to podcasts in Alabama, like <laughs> I knew who the prime minister was. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> and you know what? You'd be right, sir. I am. I am a dumbass. My mistake. <laughs> Like I said, I'm phoning it in. There's no there's no rehearsal here. <laughs> Antonio Mendez, puss in boots himself. He is 62. Rosanna Arquette. You know, they wrote that song, Rosanna, by Toto about her.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. She's
0: 63. Oh. Ian Anderson, 75. We lost her earlier this year, but Ronnie Spector mm. saying, Be My Baby. She died. She would have been uh, 79 this year. Today is National S'mores Day, National Ooh. Shapewear Day, oh okay, and National Lazy Day. <laughs> I got on my Spanx,
1: <laughs> but I never couch. made it
0: off the bed. That's right. <laughs> I was trying to squeeze into them. I'm just going to lie down. Yep. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. Still talking like Jethro. Listen to me go. <laughs> it's the wrong music, but that's okay. I told you I was phoning it in.
2: I wasn't kidding. Hmm. <laughs> what, did I offend you somehow? Me no. I'm just sitting here, just trying to do my work. Let's play this
0: music instead. I like this that's better. That's funny. Yeah.
2: I was. Uh, I see that name, and I just.
0: I was thinking of the guy from oh, Canada, that's but cool. Justin Thoreau, Justin Trudeau. So I was confused. Sorry. Yeah.
2: I, you know what? I wouldn't have known the difference either. To be honest with you.
0: Well, I know I'm making fun of people from Alabama or whatever, but I mean, can you believe a, a conspiracy theory that uh, this is a good thing to get Lyme disease? I mean, it's. I can't believe just, some of the garbage that people put on Facebook. Yeah, I know. It's not a good thing. No, I mean, let's get Lyme disease. That's for di- I can understand people have differences about politics and that sort of thing, but who's who's in favor of getting Lyme disease? It just seems <laughs> I don't
2: know. I don't know. Insane. funny. yeah, really. So, really. 3 weeks from now, Wumpo. It's going to get bad again uh, once everybody gets back to school. To I'm right sorry, now. Wumpo? What is that? Wumpo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, that sounds like one of those rewards programs you go the yeah, dining yeah. club or something. <laughs> you get your Wampo card, you get fifty percent off your meal. AAA approved.
2: Wampo. You're, well, anyway, it'll uh, it'll get much worse in about three. It happens every year. Same thing. I know you think I just go on and drone <laughs> on about all this nonsense. Now, did I say that? Good. No, I did not. But that was inferred by the... Uh, by, by the, the giggling really, in the background? By the giggling in the background. Well, because you're, you're just pontificating about, you know, uh, last year. And, and in 1974,
0: we had several more potholes. Okay, Joe. All
2: right, fine. That's, it. that's Fine. fine. <laughs> you don't hear me making fun of your music. No, and you,
0: and you should, believe me. <laughs> I'm not doing anything to be proud of here. Remember Phil Collins was going to be an actor for a minute there? It was from his movie Buster in the 80s. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I just remembered as we were playing Can't Hurry Love. That was a movie song. and But I don't think Phil Collins has done a movie since, but his daughter Lily is on that Emily and Paris show that's big with the kids on Netflix, you know? Oh, yeah, the kids love that show. So he's got some acting in the family. Yeah, no, he, Phil Collins, boy, he was so good. Just so good. I was reading an article the other day that he has a feud going with Paul McCartney. And you know what a big Paul fan I am, so I was kind of surprised to read that. And he he what apparently happened? felt uh, slighted because Paul was, uh, I guess he asked for an autograph or something of one of his Beatles albums that he had as a kid. And he thought Paul was condescending about it. And now he hates him and he'll say in interviews he's obnoxious and he takes himself too seriously and... And my impression is that Phil probably is the one who takes himself too seriously. If he's, I was going to say,
2: yeah, I was going to say, yeah. If I had to, to uh, pick one of those taking themselves too seriously, I'd probably be Phil. But who knows? He was also. Did
0: you know this? He was in uh, A Hard Day's Night. He is an extra. He was like 14 when really? they made that movie. So if you watch, uh, I forget what song they're doing, but one of those little con- concert montages, he's one of the kids in the crowd. Uh, so he, you know, he owes something to the Beatles. So shut up, Phil. Come on.
2: <laughs> shut up! <laughs> yeah, no, shut up! <laughs> oh man! It's he said, she said,
0: with Robbie and Rochelle. We were talking earlier about you uh, taking Grayson to his very first concert. Six years old, I think, is about the right age to go to your first concert.
1: Oh, maybe yeah, a little so. older,
0: maybe for mm-hmm. some people, but six seems about right. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that was the first age. Uh, that was my age for my first concert. What was your first concert? I didn't ask you that.
1: New Kids on the Block. Okay. Yeah, I was three, and I went with all of my cousins. So my mom and my mom dressed me up. I was like '80s, fantastic with the hair. I had, <laughs> I had the bangs. I had, I was straight out of Stranger Things. Is what I looked like. I had the, be- I mean, I looked like a baby Madonna. Is what I looked like. Yeah, I
0: love pictures that are from a certain time period, and they look like it's somebody trying to recreate right. the period because they're so over the top, stereotypical '80s, you know, I was or, or so what, '70s. So over it is.
1: the top. It's, I, it's funny because Lola. I'm rewatching Stranger Things with Lola. And she said, "Did people really do her their hair like that?" And so I whipped out a picture of me when I was when I was a kid, and she was like, "Oh my god, why did you do that?"
0: That's funny because that's one of the things I I'm not crazy about that show because uh-huh. to me it is not how I remember the '80s at all. I don't, <laughs> well, don't remember anybody looking or dressing like that. You looked very
1: differently than I was. People were in
0: suits and ties. And I, I don't remember like anybody. A baby
1: Madonna. <laughs> I
0: had the, the cone bra. No, I mean, I, mean, I remember good. Madonna being around, and I remember that she looked like that, but yeah. I don't remember people that I encountered in my life at the time looking like that. I mean, there were perms, that was for sure. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, this is a good question here. Now, I know you're going to probably date yourself a little bit, but that's okay. We're all amongst friends. Sure. What was your very first Concert. Hmm. So you think back, and and maybe you got a great story about that first concert experience, you Yeah. because you think if you went to a concert a long time ago, or maybe maybe it's you know, Eminem or those sort of things. you are right. always that artist that your parents don't want you to go, no matter what you do. Yeah, okay? yeah. You know, they just they don't want you seeing that crazy rock and roll music <laughs> or the rap music <laughs> or or whatever it is. Or maybe it was something where you went with a relative and they took you to see some goofy, you know, Engelbert Humperdinck sure, or something. Sure. All right? <laughs> so we want to know what was your very first concert. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Seven three two. 774-4444. You also get us on Facebook. Call or text same number. I got all the lines wide open right here. We'll get some of those coming up. That's this morning's he said. She said. So I gotta tell you I had a lovely day yesterday. A nice afternoon. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Well it's gonna sound like I'm I'm sucking up, but I'm really not. I just really love the guy. The guy that uh, owns this place that I, I work for. Uh, right. Is kinda like a he grew up here, so he's kinda like a historian of the area. So we right. went over to the building where the uh, the radio tower is, and then from there right. we just did this drive around uh, Long Branch and uh Alan Hurst and he just said the history of the town and we're looking at some of the old houses there's a church there that I guess seven presidents uh, have visited the church of the seven presidents it was just a Great. fun day driving around getting the whole history of uh, of Long Branch and just a beautiful afternoon S- yep, history and
2: okay. seven presidents park is there yeah, well, and you know all this stuff, got, and you've got—I uh, mean, just the stuff from the railroad. Uh, just, just by itself, <laughs> going through that area is just uh, the history of that railroad track. <laughs> I guess there's an I old mean, uh, a vaudeville theater right next to where our oh, tower
0: yeah. is—the the old Paramount, which has since been knocked down. But he was talking about, you know, guys like uh, you know, Buster
2: Keaton was there. This comes pretty neat history, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jersey Shore, man. Back in the day, I mean, back, there was was a time when it was the place, and then it kind of went down a little bit. And now it's come back, obviously, but um, back in the 20s and 30s, Atlantic City was a hot spot to be. Sure. Even into the 50s. I mean, Sinatra used to be there all the time. Sure. And uh, don't forget Don Rickles. Sure, all of them were there. All those guys were there.
0: It's your he said. She said. And we're talking first concerts. Grayson went to his this week, the kids (laughs) Bop up at uh, PNC. So it got us thinking. This is a fun question. What was your very first concert? You can go on Facebook. Rochelle created a pretty fun graphic we put up there. She does all that digital stuff for us. (laughs) Yes. I got all lines open. You can also text us right now, 732-774-4444. Hands free, if that's easier, your very first concert.
1: Kara said, Sticks, the Grand Illusion Tour.
0: Can't go wrong with Sticks.
1: Betsy said, Barry Manilow with Juice <laughs> Newton at the Garden State Arts. And uh, my dad got free tickets from work. Oh, that's fun. That is fun. Barry is
0: out on tour now, and I've seen him a number of times. I I would like to see him again, as a <laughs> matter of fact.
1: Barry Manilow. And I would
0: love to see Juice Newton. There's a blast from the past. Wow.
1: <laughs> Lisa said, Crosby, Still, and Nash and Young with the Beach Boys opening. I believe it was in Denver.
0: I did not know the two of them ever toured together.
1: Well, there you go. Now you know.
0: Probably a lot of long hair and spelly people in the crowd that night. <laughs> Probably not. Come on. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning.
2: Hey, so my very first concert was yesterday at Roosevelt Stadium.
0: Oh, yeah, man. They're great. They're still a great
3: band. One, two, three, five of my friends. Yep. I don't even know if I could say this on the radio. You know what happened then, right? <laughs> and we were blasted, absolutely blasted out of our minds. Told my parents we were going to uh, a Met doubleheader.
0: Instead, we went down to Yes for Roosevelt Stadium for the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. That's cool. what's funny? funny? Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Uh, calling in about the first concert? Yeah, what was it? Uh, Beach Boys at Mala Park Racetrack. I was probably about 13 years old. My uh, uncle was fire... Fighter there, and he uh, got us tickets to go see him. It was pretty wild. Yeah, I just saw Brian Wilson about a month ago in Chicago. They're still great, man. Let me tell you. I saw him too. I was there too at the Art Center. Oh, all right. Well, sorry I didn't see you. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i right,
0: looking for your very first concert, your first concert experience. Especially if you get a great story that goes to that first show, we'd love to hear it. 732-774-4444. Same number to text us, or go to Facebook. Some more coming up. He said. She said. It's he said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. This is fun this morning talking about your very first concert, perhaps your first full-blown concert experience. Who was it? When was it? Where was it? All the uh, all of the above we'd like to know this morning.
1: Matt said Frankie Valley following the release of Greece. Oh, that's fun. That's really fun.
0: Frankie uh does still tour. But it's yes. like uh, trying to meet the Pope to get close to Frankie Valley.
1: Yeah, unless you unless you know him personally or someone has a connection, it's very <laughs> very difficult. Forget to, about it. Yeah, and you don't want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to ask. Didn't
0: we? Uh, now he was here not that long ago. Yeah. We missed the boat. But didn't we meet somebody, a friend of Nolan's, that yeah. knew somebody that he knew somebody? Forward,
1: He's one of the, the policemen in that in that group that Nolan knows that they do this i don't know what they do but i don't remember <laughs> he's just
0: a guy nolan knows he,
1: he just knows but he has frankie valley called him he had a he had a oh, phone right. call from him on, on his voicemail we should
0: have fallen up on that oh
1: my gosh that's crazy I, no i don't know it's I, again I, I tried to get you a meet and greet with frankie valley and it scarred me a little bit i don't know that i want to do that again i don't know <laughs> all right fair enough fran said uh rick springfield at radio city Hall. Mm. that's fun kimmy said stray cats i was 15
0: I've seen uh, the lead singer Brian Setzer. He puts on a great show. He does a Christmas swing thing now. Oh, that's fun! Remember he had that jump jive, and whale after mm-hmm. he left
1: the Straight catch? Yeah, Jessica said Van Halen when it, when it was Sammy Hagar.
0: <laughs> who is it now? I don't even. I don't know. I, no I don't one know one who guy. sings lead for them now. Isn't, <laughs> that, isn't that awful? Yeah, I guess Diamond Dave was back with them for at one point, but they all hate each other. Yeah,
1: so. I mean, so they like, I'm sorry, can't I'm, work together. How much Fine. cash? Okay, right. right.
0: <laughs> we'll make it work. Hi, right, it's the boss. Hi, good morning. It's Jose from Farland calling about the first concert. Yes, sir.
3: It was Kiss at Madison Square Garden.
0: Oh, boy. That must have been fun to see them in their heyday, huh? It really was. Were you you one of those kids that put the face paint on and all of that to go see the show?
2: I... We kind of did. It didn't look like them, but we did have the makeup and everything going.
0: <laughs> There's nothing worse than off-brand kiss makeup, huh? <laughs> Especially at
2: the end of the concert when you're trying to get
3: back home and it's like nothing on your
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. Thanks for the laugh. Have a great day. Want to send one to boss? Hi. Hey, how you doing today? All right. How are you? All right. Very good. Hey, I'm responding to that first concert experience of yeah. uh, my... Rocking career? Yeah. Uh, well, my story is, my very first was going to Roosevelt Stadium up in Kearney off of Truck Route 1 and 9 yeah. with two older friends of mine to see the Grateful Dead in the band, man. That was my first experience. Yeah, they're out on tour again. It's funny how so many of these bands, people, 40 years later, they're still out touring, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's awesome, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're, we're all very lucky to have all these people still performing, you know? Absolutely, and one, uh, one other addition to uh, my experience was this is the first time I saw dancing bear boogies by people wandering around that stadium in their al- many altered states of mind. few uh, people, you know, face down and last down. And as a 15-year-old man, it left a big impact on me, and I've been a wacko ever since. <laughs> well, we welcome wackos around here. You've come to the right place. All right, brother. Hi, it's boss.
2: Good morning. Hi, yes, I was calling about the, the first concert. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mine was uh, back in like 1990. I went to go see the Gin Blossoms and Cracker at the Garden State Art Center.
0: Yeah, Gin Blossoms. That's a good band <laughs> yeah, right there. I haven't, heard them in, I haven't heard them in a while. But I got to say, I love your show, guys, and uh, fellow Old Bridge residents, too. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'll uh, tip yeah. it ahead to you. All right, thanks. Your first concert experience. We'll keep this going on Facebook. You can always text in. We keep that open all day in the Text Connect. 732-774-4444, he said. She said.